1: Hi, guys. Welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin.
2: Hi.
1: Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. And we are here once again to talk about all the hottest news of the week of course you can listen on spotify tune in on itunes search for us stream us enjoy us however way is best suited for you but either way thank you once again for joining us on this roller coaster of a news podcast this week we've got babies being born surprising baby names eyebrow raising baby announcements new couplings new engagements new eye roll worthy love confessions royal birthdays updates on couples that are not doing well in quarantine coronavirus-related celebrity news, corona revelations, sex confessions, bachelor updates, and so much more. That's right. But first, we're going to set intentions for celebrities, things we want them to start doing, to stop doing, baby girl. Sarah Huron, who's your intention for this week?
0: This week, I am seeking justice for Sheena Shea. (laughs) Um, Now listen, Sheena is cringy, and she's given a lot to Vanderpump Rules, and she's never once held back she embarrasses herself on the show, on the reg. It's her role and she owns it. However, I feel as though people, the editors of the show and Andy Cohen are being a little too, like, rude to Sheena. Like, it's she knows her role and her place and stuff, but she was on Watch What Happens Live last night and she introduced her boyfriend to Andy and, like, the audience and stuff. And every single question he asked her was, like, well, is he annoyed with you yet? Does he think your boy crazy? Like, does he... How are you guys handling each other in this time? Like basically setting them up for disaster. And her boyfriend was like, you could tell taken back. Like, no, like I like her. That's why I'm here. Like it was just mm. uncomfortable. And I know that Sheena is like cringy, and that's her part, but like maybe we should cut her some slack.
1: Oh, mm. okay. You're a justice seeker and I like that about you. But when you're an apologist for people like that, I like you less. Travis, <laughs> who is your intention for?
2: I'm the opposite, Brody. I'm shaming someone today. Oh, great. Um mine is for America's asshole, Kelly Dodd. Uh, oh, just, yes. Like, so outspoken. And I don't know if everyone had the chance to see her Corona quotes from yesterday where she said it was God's way of thinning out the herd. Mm-hmm. And my intention for her is just to stop being a dick. I mean, she seems mm. to have like mean on her profile. And I don't know if there's like a Orange County spiritual retreat for angry women or just angry people in general. But I would like her to go there.
0: You know what? There's something in the water in Cota de Caza because Vicky was tweeting at the governor to open up the nail salons and hair places and stuff.
1: Shame, shame, shame on her. Which is really crazy because at the very beginning of all this, Vicky was like laughing off the coronavirus outbreak. But Kelly, Vicky then apologized and she deleted it. And Kelly also on her Instagram stories apologized. She said that's not what she meant. Um, she was feeling bad, and she said people should stay home. She wanted to apologize to anyone that got offended. I hate apologies like that, by the way. I well,
3: Vicky trash. got totally slammed, and if you want to read the details of that, just head on over to usmagazine.com slash stylish. We've got the story.
1: <laughs> you sure do. I read it there this morning. Gwen, who's your intention for?
3: My intention, Brody, is for someone who I have a lot of intentions for. Meghan Markle. That's right. She is no longer called Duchess Meghan. Yeah. But listen, I I have a couple things. I feel like, you know, listen, you, Meghan, you are trying to convince people that your intentions are pure and all you want to do is help people, help animals, help the environment. But listen, can you help the elephants without doing it through Disney and being on the telly? And I, I applaud that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, not, not just Meghan, they, they went and, you know, gave some food to people who needed food in Los Angeles. They were wearing masks. She looked really cute in cargo pants that I think I actually own. And I feel good about that now. But I would actually like to see her, like, hand-making masks for people. Hand-make masks, send them out, like... For, with nothing in return. Just like do the mitzvah, do a mitzvah. You well, Gwen, I
2: feel, patronizing, less patronizing I feel like. Work.
3: Yeah, I need to see less of what they're doing. Like, I don't want to see
0: pictures of them holding hands in their masks going to deliver food. Like, why? Stay inside.
1: No, do you think, they're doing do you think, volunteer work. Hello, Sarah. We need people who are volunteers delivering food to those who are sick or have, or immunocompromised and can't go out and get their food, they are doing that volunteer stuff. And I think it's incredible. They're a great example. And you know what? Let them hold their hands while they do it. Solidarity. They're in it together. The world has turned (laughs) against them.
0: I don't believe that they're doing it for the right reasons. Another great Us Weekly podcast, by the way. Uh,
1: Wow. Double promo. We're still only in the intro. (laughs) All right. I'm done. Well, my intention is for former Bachelorette star, Chad Johnson, Um, As you know, I canceled Chad weeks ago um, in that horrible, violent skirmish that occurred with his girlfriend at the time, Annalise Miechler. We talked to them after. They said they were feeling things out. Well, speaking of feeling things out, he has now said in an interview with the Daily Mail that he and Annalise are going to be doing porn. They're doing softcore on OnlyFans, but they are leading up to actual penetrative porn because he says he has a, quote, crazy high sex drive. And um, because he's canceled to me, I cannot pay for this porn or refuse to support him in that way. So I want them, I want um, either him to release some free videos just so I can casually see it, or I want people to release them to Twitter as they did with those Aaron Carter nudes that I wish I never saw.
0: (laughs) In the words of Sharpe Evans, this is not what I want, this is not what I planned.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much for that. Let's move into some news, shall we? babies born this week jody turner smith joshua jackson they had gone they had gone quiet on social media and lo and behold they welcomed a girl this month their rep told us that both mother and baby are happy and healthy jill wagner also gave birth you may not remember her she was a former wipeout co-host and hallmark channel star i thought what was most notable about this go ahead sarah
0: she makes wonderful hallmark films let me tell you she is one of my favorite (laughs) leading ladies during countdown to christmas
2: (laughs) really i've heard sarah talk a lot about her and she's a queen of Hallmark. she does great content
1: well sarah as a fan were you expecting her to name her baby army gray
0: you know it was a plot twist but it gave me flashbacks to army wives which she may have been on because a lot of those people were
1: (laughs) no those army wives all sort of look look the same but uh jill named her baby girl army gray which i thought was an inspired choice Mm. Um, speaking of inspired choices and Aaron Carter's nudes, Aaron Carter's ex-girlfriend, now I guess girlfriend again, Melanie Martin is pregnant and they're expecting their first child. Travis, why are you shaking your head?
2: I mean, they just had like a domestic brawl and now she's pregnant, like releasing porn on OnlyFans. Like this is the stuff that Us Weekly, thank God, stays open for, but just really, really it's just too Florida. It makes me feel sad for all of them.
1: It does make me feel very sad, of course, as Travis mentioned. In late March, there was a domestic violence arrest where Melanie was arrested. Um, She was taken to police custody. He claimed that she left him with scratches and bruises and broke their dog Peanut's leg. And then, lo and behold, now he's on Instagram Live waving around a positive pregnancy test, asking fans for donations, saying he's going to be a busy father for sure.
2: Ugh, they're going to do great.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's not um, troubling at all. I wonder what his exes, Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan, think. <laughs> They're glad to be gone. <laughs> they sure are. Travis, I'm sure you were just as elated as I was uh, last week when we saw the Britney and Justin interactions on Instagram. Oh my God, yeah. Where did that come from? That came out of left field. Well, Brittany, it came from the beat deep inside
2: of Brittany that she just loved the song so much that it didn't matter that it was her ex and she had, quote, one of the biggest breakups of all time with 20 years ago. Um, (laughs) And I like when she reposted it with the more spinning. That was the content that I needed, that delete and repost with more pirouettes.
1: Yes, Brittany is a a prolific social media poster. She called Justin a genius. Sarah, Mm -hmm. I know you wholeheartedly agree um, and she danced to his trolls world tour song um, filthy uh, which we, was an unexpected reunion we none of us saw coming and then a source told us Jessica Biel Justin's current wife doesn't feel threatened at all by Britney posting the Instagram video with Justin's song and of course um, she th- she knows that they dated so long ago and she knows that she is married to Justin and that Britney couldn't be more opposite than her well, that is the truth. That's true. Even though that was two decades ago, Travis, what do you have for us on this day in pop culture history? What happened?
2: Oh, oh my God, buddy. Some dramatic things happened. Well, first, I'm going to take you back to 1986. Today on this day was when Geraldo Rivera hosted a live, prompted two-hour syndicated special of the Mystery of Al Capone's Vault and opened it, and absolutely nothing was in there. <laughs> no. no today was that day. Geraldo has still not recovered. But um, even more interesting, on this day 25 years ago, um, news broke that after a romance with Liam Neeson and a broken engagement to Dylan McDermott, Julia Roberts started dating bad boy Kiefer Sutherland. Ooh! And this was 25 years ago. Um, she was, of course, America's sweetheart. He was like a troubled alcoholic. They met on the set of Flatliners in 1990. And then, so they were engaged. He he moved out of her home into a seedy hotel that cost $105 per week, $105 a week because it was across from his favorite billiards hall. Started dating a stripper named Raven. Julia went into the hospital for the flu and stayed for five days. And then she came out of there with a bigger engagement ring. And then they were supposed to get married (laughs) on the lot at Fox Studios. They had all of this. The Manolo Blahniks were there. You know, they had a whole setup. And she did an actual runaway bride and ran away with one of his friends, (laughs) went away with one of his friends and went to Ireland. They were, quote, making love on the plane and stayed at (laughs) Ireland.
3: This it's is amazing.
2: 90s it's from the nineties. <laughs>
3: yeah, Well, I, I, I do. 90s. I remember them dating. I did. Do. Well, well, that's is
2: the rest happened. of
1: them. that fan <laughs> fiction from Reddit? No,
2: there there are photos of him um, at his wow. hotel, across the billiards hall. There is a post breakup interview with Raven the stripper. <laughs> And there are pictures of her, like, ran away wedding at 20th Century Fox that they had <laughs> all set up for them. And then photos of her on the plane with Kiefer's friend from Lost Boys. Um, wow. On the plane.
1: Now, this Hi. story would only be better if that was Raven Simone, who was Raven. Oh but I God, I wish. Not. Raven's not her real name. Oh no. fine. Fine. Wow, that was a wild ride. Yeah. Wow, thank you for that. You know who else is on a wild ride? Lady Gaga. I cannot believe she is calling this boyfriend, Michael Polanski, the love of her life as she was promoting the new One World Together. Go. What? Maybe she's happy, Brody. (laughs) Gwen, she was engaged to Taylor Kinney, who she was with for five years. And by the way, he was Hazat. Uh, He's the love of my damn life. She was engaged to her talent agent, Christian Carino. And now this Michael Polanski, who she's been with for who knows how long, but not too much longer than the first of the year when we saw them kiss, calling me the love of her life. That is like my pet peeve when people talk about that and show no regard for their exes. And I'm not Wait, processing- You
2: we how- call this stupid love.
1: Yes, <laughs> promote the single Gaga, promote the single. Well, anyhow, that, that just like scratched me the wrong way. Also, <laughs> similarly in that family, Anne Burrell, who's a Food Network star, she's now engaged to this man, Stuart Claxton, But as people know, she was previously engaged to Corey Grievenson, a woman, yeah, who is also a chef. And Anne, she was talking to people about her engagement, and she said, oh, um, you know, once you get to be a woman of 50 years old, you don't really think that marriage is going to be on the plate for you. Uh, I was really focused on my career, and marriage was never a huge thing in my life that I was looking for. I was like, Anne, just a reminder, you were engaged to someone else just years ago. Yeah, that's really
3: weird. It's really
1: weird. But listen, Brody. What? If you want to see the ring,
2: <laughs> where do I go, Gwen?
3: Head on over to usmagazine.com/stylish cuz it is on the site today.
2: How is the ring?
3: It's 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 um it's sort of a classic ring which I found really interesting considering that her Path to engagement was not exactly classic.
1: Yeah. And they did meet on Bumble. Uh, you know, which was a surprising coupling for me as well? Nina Dobrev and Sean White.
3: So I like it. I like him. it. I like it. Yeah. He is really, really sexy, you guys. I met him once at a party. Me too. It was when he was still really young. But like, you, he was... He was sexy. Really? He was sex appeal, He's got yeah. swag. Yeah, swag in droves. Really? Like so random. I feel like she's dated like a lot of
0: random, like I don't know her type. She's been all over the place.
3: I don't know if she knows her type, but she's very, very pretty, Sarah. Yeah, yes, she's gorgeous.
1: I like her a lot. I don't know why I like her so much. I think a lot of it has to do with Liking her on Vampire Diaries, and I didn't did. you even... watch yeah.
3: Vampire Diaries?
1: I did for a while, and I didn't even really like the show that much. But I liked Elena. And... Yeah, I liked
0: Catherine, her doppelganger, better. I Me love too. that
1: too. I love when someone has to bounce between playing two characters, and, and one of them's evil.
0: Yeah, she was great at that. But even better on DeGrassi as pregnant teenager Mia. Of course, <laughs>
1: of course, because they got her start. Well, a source told us that Nina and Sean are into each other. They're dating. They're enjoying their time together and getting to know each other better she really likes Sean our source says they both laugh a lot and they think each other is funny now right. Nina is best friends with Julianne Huff, who just talked about how much she's been missing her on social media this week and Julianne and Brooks a social desk are not
0: not doing, well not bitch not doing
1: well that's right and we've been here before as Us Weekly had reported months ago they were not doing well then we reported they were in a better place But no, alas, our sources say they're not doing well. And now we know that they are quarantining separately. Julianne has been sharing cryptic quotes on social media, which, you know, I love a celebrity. Never a good sign. The school of of Khloe Kardashian cryptic quotes tell all. And Sarah, today, um, Brooks was talking about being in Idaho. What what was he saying on his podcast?
0: Yes, he was on his podcast with Gavin DeGraw, which is still quite the duo that I never really expected or need but um he's in idaho with his dog and he is honestly like sounded like he's living his best life he's fishing he's hiking the dog is channeling its inner wolf that he has says waves to the neighbors from afar he pretty much admitted that he doesn't necessarily like being around people and it's a little weird but he is like doing pretty well and he's fine and there was no mention of julianne from the part i listened to
1: yeah and that's not fine that's uh indicative of you're, you're doing fine alone in idaho and you haven't seen anyone hello talk to us about your <laughs> wife gwen i know you talked recently about how you thought quarantine would be helpful for some couples and hurtful for others yeah well we you know that's the case with julianne and brooks we've also heard from our sources that katy perry and orlando uh, they're hanging in there but they're Really? The, but yeah, they are
3: about to have a baby girl.
1: Right. They are weathering a storm. Our source told us that Orlando and Katie are having some ups and downs right now. Katie's dealing with the nerves of being a first-time parent. Orlando is stressing about having a baby in their lives at this time. Our source said that Katie's overjoyed and elated that she's pregnant. She's always wanted to be a mom. But and she's also said last month, she said there's a lot of friction between um, her and Orlando. But they get down to the mat and come back every time. Uh it, it, there'll be more in the new issue of Us Weekly that's on stands now. You can check that out. Sorry, Cruz and Katie Holmes are on the cover. You can read more about Katie and Orlando's ups and downs, but also Katie. It's not been the easiest week for her. She just lost her cat, Kitty Purry.
3: Kitty Purry. I know. Icon. Kitty Purry was her was her iconic mascot.
1: Yes, 15 years ago, Kitty Purry crawled through her then boyfriend's window. I read the Instagram post. It was really sad. Yeah, Johnny
2: Wujak, her former stylist posted a picture, I think, like, on that day when they were at a friend's house and the cat like, came in. It was really cute. R.I.P. Kitty Purry.
3: Sad.
1: Sad, sad. Very sad. Well, we talked a little bit about Duchess, Duchess Meghan and don't Prince Harry. Don't call her Duchess. Don't, yeah, don't what? call her Duchess. Our sources told us that their number one priority right now is helping those affected by the virus, especially those who are vulnerable. And we've heard also that moving to LA has been liberating. They've been ordering from Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. They don't have a chef right now. So Megan often cooks. And that's no surprise to us because we are fans of- The The TIG. You know,
3: (laughs) Megan Megan is a lot more just like us than she is like my queen, the queen, who turned 94 yesterday, Brody.
1: She sure did, but we did, we were able to confirm, that's right, Travis, we confirmed that they hopped on a video call with Archie to wish the Queen happy birthday. That's right. Well, they Harry. should
3: have. They better yeah. have. They actually should have been there with the Queen, but they're not.
1: No, because they are now in the States and probably also protecting the Queen, who I hope is deep. definitely at risk. Deep, deep <laughs> in quarantine. And in honor of the Queen's 94th birthday, I've asked each of our hosts to, that's right, what is that? Make a toast to the queen. Sarah, here on your first. Who's, you, let's hear your toast. All right.
0: I wrote a mini poem.
1: As <laughs> you should.
0: QE2. Hey, Boo. You're 94, but still never a bore. It's been a dramatic year, but no need for tears. Don't let Markle dull your sparkle.
2: Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I really like that.
0: <laughs> Don't let Markle dull your, sh- your sparkle and stay cool because you're no fool.
1: Oh, oh. Wow. It sounds like you did the drinking before the toasting, but that was pretty good. Gwen, your toast?
3: You know, I didn't prepare a speech, Brody, because I actually thought that toasting the Queen for her birthday just meant that I got to drink champagne during the day, which, you know, <laughs> I will take that opportunity anytime. But let me see if I can throw something together quickly. Dear Queen... Power power was thrust upon you at a tender age. You rose to the occasion and showed us your true value via brooches and crown jewels. May you always reign supreme in your three-piece, brilliantly matched, colorful ensembles. And give some shade... To your grandson's (laughs) wife, who took him away from you during your golden years. All right, I love you, Golden (laughs) Jubilee. Cheers to you, bitches. Gwen would have been cut off during her speech, and I would
1: have been ran out of the room. Oh my god! Uh, I'll go next because Travis is always kill it. So (laughs) mine—a toast to the queen and the things she has seen through wars to celebrations. What a ruler she's been. The best foil foil for Philip, an apt balance for Margaret, handled 14 prime ministers, mum to four royals, but yet the pride of the Commonwealth, the jewel in her crown, at 94 nose, corgis won't let her down.
3: Oh, Oh, Brody, you really did a lot of like historical referencing here. Thank you, Glenn. I'm glad you nice. appreciate it. Travis,
1: nice. your toast for the queen.
2: Uh, my toast for to the queen is also a poem, and I really wish I had thought of Markle and Dolly your Sparkle, but I did not. Um, okay. Clink, clink. Like Beyonce coming out of Destiny's Child, you took the throne, never to be in your palace all alone. Jewelers, dressers, and butlers galore, with all your country folks screaming at you, gimme, gimme more. Pink, <laughs> purples, and greens you match, with rainbow and a... With a rainbow and umbrella set, you look snatched. Like Madonna, hair, <laughs> Whitney, you are a queen, stepping out onto that London town scene. Elizabeth Alexandra Mary Windsor, the second of her name, queen of realms and territories in the Commonwealth game. Happy birthday to you, iconic diva. Hope one can meet you.
3: Wow. <laughs> cheers, 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 cheers. cheers.
1: Oh, you guys, I love a festive toasting moment. Those were really fit for a queen. Well done. Well, you know what? With the queen removed from the narrative, we still have Harry and Meghan. And wow, did we get a treat this week when we saw the texts that they exchanged with Thomas Markle. Sarah, can you give us your best Meghan Markle? Um, can you bring to life these texts that she sent um, to her father in May? Okay.
0: Honestly, dramatic I reading, dramatic reading. Dramatic sent.
1: Okay, fine. Travis, would you like to give us your best Meghan Markle and, and <laughs> oh my bring God. to life these texts? Starting with I've I don't been reaching out.
2: Ripped in front of me.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. okay. You do. I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I've been. Re- I'll try to do my starting look. I've been reaching out to you all weekend, but you're not taking any of our calls or replying to any texts very concerned about your health and safety and have taken every measure to protect you, but not sure what more we can do if you don't respond. Do you need help? Can we send the security team down again? I'm very sorry to hear you're in the hospital, but need you to please get in touch with us. What hospital are you at? And then she didn't respond. He did not respond to that. And she wrote in a subsequent text 10 minutes later, which is pretty aggressive, Harry and I made a decision earlier today and are dispatching the same security guys you turned away this weekend to be a presence on the ground to make sure you're safe. They will be there at your disposal as soon as you need them. Please, please call as soon as you can. All this is incredibly concerning, but your health is most important. Obviously, this is in the lead up to their wedding in May 2018, when he was going rogue and saying he had a heart attack and people didn't believe he had a heart attack. And there was this back and forth that we did not know was going on between Harry and Meghan. And... Sarah, what did um, her beloved Harry, her fiancé at the time, Harry, text to his future father-in-law?
0: Yes, this was um, the day that I believe Thomas told TMZ he was not going to the wedding because he had a heart attack. And he said, Tom, it's Harry. I'm going to call you right now. Please pick up. Thank you. He didn't pick up.
1: Which I cannot believe you didn't pick up for Prince Harry, but okay, continue.
0: Then Harry got a little feisty. Tom, Harry again, exclamation point, <laughs> really need to speak to you. And important to note that Harry does not ever type out the word you. He only ever uses the letter you.
1: He's oh, busy. Cute. Why would you spell out the entire word you? He's,
0: he's a just, millennial. He's not you. Hard. I've never typed you without, like, with one letter. That is, except since T9 that. word. <laughs> You do not need to apologize. We understand the circumstances, but quote, going public will only make the situation worse. If you love Meg and want to make it right, please call me. There are two other options which don't involve you having to speak to the media who incidentally created this whole situation. So please call me so I can explain. Meg and I are not angry. We just need to speak to you. Thanks. Oh, any speaking to the press will, capital letters, backfire. Trust me, Tom, only we can help you as we have been trying to from day one.
1: I, what did you feel about this, Sarah?
0: (laughs) I mean, honestly, I just couldn't
3: believe how many times he had to tell him it was Harry. Harry again.
1: Gwen, What did did you feel about this? Because you looked very alarmed by those texts.
3: I mean, I just can't even, I, I can't believe that it's real life, Brody. I just can't believe that it's real life. Because a Prince of England should never be in this position. Period. No. End of
1: where he's like begging and also trying to leverage. I hate the. It's such a weak place to be. Like, if you love Meg, that's like a. If you love me, you won't. And yeah. I'm like, I can't believe Prince Harry has to do that to try to uh, manipulate yeah, like, the situation this is, again.
3: This is why I think that it is very important to not, you know, to know who you're marrying. I'm sorry, but like in real life, nothing replaces the passage of time and experience. And I sort of wish that he hadn't fallen so quickly and deeply in love. Anyway, anyway, the thing that I found the most interesting from these texts is that he calls her Meg. He calls her Meg, you guys. He doesn't call her Megan. He doesn't call her Megs. He doesn't call her Megs with an X, which like a lot of people in the UK would do. He calls her Meg. Cute.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very strange. Royals, they're just like us. It really
3: gave me flashbacks
0: to that time when every day I was just writing, like, new reporting and pictures of Thomas Markle with the paparazzi and
3: was the heart attack real and
0: he was live on TMZ. Like, it was, like, crazy, like, leading up to that wedding.
3: But the wedding was so much fun.
0: It was. We're almost at two years. That's crazy to me. And for
3: those who don't remember, yours truly broke the news of who did the hair and makeup. Just (laughs) saying.
1: That's I love right. that. I remember. But you know what? I'm really hoping, I don't know how we will get out of this corona situation or how things will be safer or calm down. But as we know, Princess Beatrice is supposed to be getting married at the end of May. We've heard that they are, that Beatrice and her fiancé, her betrothed, are looking at their wedding plans because they have to dramatically change those because of social distancing and, and safe, <sighs> safety issues. But that would be a great occasion to see Meghan Harry and the royals who love to snub them in person. And
2: would be f- close to them. They'd be six feet apart. It'd be lovely. <laughs>
0: I was actually really looking forward to Beatrice's wedding. Me um, too. One, because I loved Eugenie's wedding, Eugenie, and I loved her dress and stuff, but also just because I really want to see if how Prince Harry and more interactions after that Commonwealth Day snub. I need more royal events for everyone. So hopefully that happens soon You're after You're addicted quarantine. to
1: snubs. Addicted to snubs.
0: I'm addicted <laughs> to the snub.
1: <laughs> and I do love those, uh, the Beatrice and Eugenie gals can really bring a fascinator. So I hope yes. that there's yes. a, a, lo- a lot of and delivering on the Flora's. fascinator front. Yes. True. Kylie Jenner, standing up for herself, slamming a social media troll who was criticizing her post-baby body, said she looked skinnier before the baby, and kylie clap back i birthed a baby that's As right people forgot. people are i mean it's no not surprise. nice idiotic
2: yeah and she got a lot of work done
1: <laughs> <laughs> she has been you mean hard at work at home working <laughs> hard her. at work doesn't jiggle brody <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's crazy because now there's those paparazzi photos of kylie with no makeup on and like in oh. sweatpants that are everywhere, and people are like, "Oh, like that's she actually does look like kind of how she used to when she doesn't have right. everything of up to date."
2: They said she yeah. turned white again.
1: <laughs> the The heavy contour is off, so's the, the, all the bronzer and maybe some of the fillers. If she was using those, more concerning to me though was seeing that clip of Chloe on Keeping Up with the Kardashians this week talking about. Freezing her eggs and if she'll use Tristan Thompson as a sperm donor again. I can't believe we're still talking about him. I, I know no more Tristan sperm. I'm done with that. True is cute.
0: Have you been watching this season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians by any chance?
2: Only no. on usmagazine.com. <laughs>
0: okay, well
2: I've been watching it
0: because I've seen every episode. I'm a I am i can not stop. And it was very Tristan is just, and this was obviously a couple months ago, but he is still laying it on so thick. Like every time Chloe will talk about like getting rid of one of True's like young baby toys, he'll be like, well, what about for the next one? She goes, who are you having one with? And he'll just like smile. Like he is, I'm really worried about what's going on in that quarantine house.
1: Mm. Impregnation. Prayers for Chloe. (laughs) Prayers for Chloe. Guys, you know what it's time for? Oh my God, what? It's It's time for Celebrity Birthday. Boxing media. That's right. We are going to step back into the imaginary boxing ring with the celebrities who are celebrating their birthdays this week and glove them up in imaginary gloves and set them into imaginary fights. This round of celebrity birthday boxing will be refereed by Jack Nicholson. who turns eighty. <laughs> He's too frail to compete. He, he lets turns, anything go. Yeah, he turns eighty-three on April twenty-second. Gwen. Yes. Barbara Streisand turns 78 on April 24th versus Mm -hmm. Shirley MacLaine, who turns 86 on April
3: 24th. I mean, this is a really, really, really tough one, especially because Shirley MacLaine claims to have lived so many lives. I'm sure she's got like a powerful punch from some past life in her, but I've seen Yentl. I've seen a star is born. (laughs) Barbara Streisand can take her down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Travis, it was was hard designing one for you this week because there were so many good options, but it's, Kate Hudson, who turned 41 on April 19th, versus okay. Carmen Electra, who turns 48 oh, on April 20th. Oh my God.
2: I mean, I still follow Carmen Electra on Instagram and love everything she does. Um, but Kate Hudson just seems like a more athletic ability and she's got guns. So even though I love you, Carlo, you're so Carmen, you're so sexy. You just got knocked out by Kate Hudson.
0: <laughs> In her
2: fabletics. and wearing
1: fabletics. That's true. That's true. Sarah, Kelly Clarkson turns 38 on April 24th, and Tony Danza turns 69 on April (laughs) (laughs)
0: twenty-first. You know, Kelly Clarkson, she's very busy with the talk show, with the kids, with the album. I love her new song, but she can do it all. She's Miss Independent, and she would knock out.
2: Tony.
0: Tony. You get a stronger
2: reference there, Sarah.
0: <laughs> I prefer Miss Independent.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 you're a classic girl, aren't you? Gwen, it's 78-year-old Barbara Streisand versus 41-year-old Kate Hudson.
3: Wow. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see those two get in the ring, Detailed. mostly just to see like how toned Kate Hudson's abs are. Yeah. But I still maintain that Barbara would knock her right <laughs> out. <laughs>
1: Yes. Travis, you are the deciding round. It's 78 year old Barbara Streisand <laughs> versus 38 year old Kelly Clarkson. Who wins this round oh. of celebrity birthday boxing? Oh my
2: God. The original OG, the Yentel herself, Miss Barbara Streisand, oh is knocking them God. all out in her white gloves <laughs> with her fluffy phone dogs. Yes. Winning.
1: What a birthday treat. Well, now we can move on to our coronavirus section. Of course, there's been. More news, coronavirus, we're seeing less celebrities come out saying they're newly diagnosed. I think we're a bit past that stage, but we are seeing a lot of celebrities share the accounts of their family members being affected or now come forward saying that they had recent diagnoses that they've recovered from. Uh, We've been following along as Nick Cordero from Rock of Ages. Have you been covering Uh, your story at all on the website? Because I saw we've been writing about him a lot. He's been recovering after he had a leg amputated due to coronavirus complications. Um, His wife, Amanda Klutz, has been keeping fans uh, abreast of all the uh, news and has been spearheading the GoFundMe. We've also seen that Comic-Con has been canceled for the first time in its 50-year history. Taylor Swift had to put an end to her tour this year because of coronavirus, and all of her tour dates have been rescheduled. The Rock, on a lighter note, has been talking about how he and his wife have been drinking tequila and uh, practicing making babies again. And in other sex confessions, Andy Cohen has said this is the longest he's gone without sex since college. Poor well, Andy Cohen. Andy, for Andy Cohen
3: and everybody else in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Every wel- other single person.
1: Yeah, welcome to quarantine. Um, but there are some silver linings. Uh, we've learned that Bill Cosby won't be getting an early release from jail, as, as many... Prisoners who did not belong behind bars have been granted early releases because of overcrowding, but Bill will stay in there. Well, um, toast
2: that, get it? Oh.
1: Know, we've mentioned the idiocy that's occurred in OC with both of those housewives. One current, one former, putting their feet in their mouths. But Travis, there's been a happy and surprising development yeah. on the Bruce Willis family front. What is going on? So we, we couldn't oh get to God. the bottom of why Bruce was quarantining with Demi Moore, and his older daughters, and not with his current wife, Emma Hemming, and their children together. What was the what's the 411?
2: Oh, my God. Well, after so much searching to try to figure out why Bruce Willis' his current wife is not with, quarantined with them, Scout Willis really just laid it all out for us on the Dopey podcast, which is for um, alcoholics and drug addicts who are in recovery to come and talk. They do, like, Zoom meetup thing. It's a great podcast. And after two hours of speaking... She finally gave us the tea that one of her stepsisters, she said seven years old, but neither of them are seven. One's eight and one's five. So I'm not quite sure which one it is. (laughs) Um, But one of her stepsisters stepped, uh, was playing with a needle and put the needle through her shoe and like stabbed herself. At the park. At the park. Very scary. At the park. And so Emma took her to the hospital to get tested for, I'm sure, all types of things and was awaiting on the results before they go up there. Hmm. And Scout also shared a very fun story about going to a dinner party with Demi and then taking a DMT vaporizer and just losing her mind afterwards. Wow. Yeah. She, ta- she talks about getting arrested in New York. When she was trying to play, I think it's called bucking, when you like play on the subway platform and she had a beer and she got arrested and they called in the story and just lots of lots of drug and alcohol mess, but solved our answer. So I was happy.
0: I also listened to part of this podcast to write the story, um, with Travis's lovely guidance. And um one, like how just bizarre that she like found a needle and like stuck it in her like as I was listening to this, I'm like, Am I understanding the story right? Yeah, yeah, it's LA. Fascinating to note that they are in Idaho, just like Brooks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe they, may they can build a quarantine, since Brooks seems lonely and is <laughs> Julianne Huffless. Gwen, I know a lot of celebrities have been um, doing a lot of DIY makeovers. So Not just celebrities. <laughs> a, lo- <laughs> a
3: lot, a lot, a lot of hairdos in quarantine, Brody. Jenna Johnson. Is it Jenna Johnson? Max Chermovsky's wife. I believe it's Jenna Johnson. She cut his hair yesterday and actually incredibly well. She did, because he had a lot, a lot, a lot of hair. She did an incredible haircut. Not so lucky was Anderson Cooper who showed on air that he gave himself a bald spot. He was trimming his own hair with his trimmers. He thought he had like a number five and he was actually at a number seven and he just took a whole patch of his hair right out.
1: Not the look, not the look. Not the look, not the look. Uh, but also, uh, as uh, people know, you can't get Botox in quarantine. And poor <laughs> Marin Morris had Maybe a... you can
2: <laughs> <laughs> DIY. The, the freezer fun. like Madonna. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, poor Maren Morris had to defend herself against a troll, right? Isn't that right, Gwen?
3: Yes. Well, Marin Morris did like an epic clap back this week because a troll commented on her picture that it was like, you know, she, that she had too much Botox. And she said that she actually hadn't had her Botox in a long time and like it had long worn off.
1: Yeah, Because she, she was, was pregnant. She was pregnant she was and pregnant in quarantine.
3: And now we're in quarantine and her Botox has long worn off, but also, one of our queens, Kate Beckinsale, who's like my patron saint because yes. she's dating somebody how many years younger? 23 years younger?
1: He's 22 and she's in her 40s. She's 46. Like 46. Yeah, I believe
3: it's, it's like a 23 or 24 year yeah. age difference. But anyway, a fan commented on one of her Instagram posts that she should lay off the Botox and Madame Beckinsale clapped back to say that she's actually never, ever had Botox.
1: Wow. I mean, how
3: is
2: that possible? I that's know that's
1: infuriating. That. I, don't, I, don't,
3: I don't know how it's possible, Travis, but she seems to like own all her shiz. So yeah. I I just think She is like genetically blessed.
2: But there's a lot of Botox alternatives now that do the same thing. So you could definitely say, I don't get Botox and you have a lot of freezing poisons in your face.
1: (laughs) Travis, I love your indignation. We're
3: not going to cast aspersions, but listen, it was an epic week of clapping back at trolls.
2: Yeah.
1: Travis, did you have any idea the treat that Ansel Elgort was hiding for us um, underneath too many layers of clothes? Wow! On Instagram, Ansel Elgort put up a nude picture of himself and teased that he had an OnlyFans link in his bio. He did not. It was to get people to go to this GoFundMe to raise money for Jeffrey that Jeffrey Wright had started for this Brooklyn for Life charity. Um, I was so per-
2: happy. I was so happy. And also a little embarrassed when I sent through to the entire company and those obvious that I went to go click on his OnlyFans account immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's a great picture. Go check it out and go donate to all those Brooklyn hospital workers.
1: He looked so good. I had no idea. Oh, oh yeah. he's a smoke show, that kid. Mm-hmm. He's taller than you think he is, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Love that. Did you guys see the idiocy that involved um, Dr. Phil Dr. Oz going on TV, sort of downplaying how serious the coronavirus was. Ridiculous.
3: I mean, it was ridiculous. First of all, Dr. Phil, not an actual doctor. He's a psychologist, okay? Dr. Oz, incredible heart surgeon. That's what he is. He is not an epidemiologist or an infectious disease specialist. And for him to suggest that, you know, it's more important for kids to go back to school than for people to die... Is just irresponsible and quite honestly a little bit crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it is it's not even a little bit crazy, it's completely crazy. They both sort of backtrack Dr. Oz said he misspoke, which is from the Kelly Dodd yeah. School of Bullshit Apologies. Yep. Um, but but really unfortunate. And Ellen Pompeo, we love her for it. Meredith Grey herself. Yeah, she said she was like, listen, people sort of um will critique her for playing a doctor on tv but she said that <laughs> she said that these were old white guy tv docs and she said they need to walk that shit right back to their lazy boys and sit their stupid asses down their liver yes on your golf courses where you live tired old out of touch fools don't get me started and you she know was what's like, so
0: funny yeah because i never knew if like they were always like i know now but like growing up like i never knew if like dr drew was like a real doctor
1: well, wow. well, he's. Like, a, he, I mean, he has a license. He's a doctor. No, but, I know, know they are,
0: but it's just like like he was in Mary Kate Nashley New York minute, like, and then yeah. he was like on Teen Mom. But I'm supposed to like take medical advice from him, like, and the I, bass singer. <laughs> yeah, like it's very confusing.
1: Yeah, it's like asking my allergist to like look at my feet and tell me like what what's going on. Like it doesn't, you know, you can't just because you're a doctor, you can't speak to anything else. Sarah, is there anything we must know from the Bachelor world that is that is. Keeping you awake at night?
0: Actually, yes. Real quick. Um, the Bachelor post-show interviews continue. As I told you guys last week, no one did press after the show ended, but now a month later, they're all making their press rounds on different podcasts. And it's finally Madison's turn to speak out. If you don't remember Madison, she was the one that Peter wanted to pick, but she quit because he slept with someone else and she is saving herself for marriage. So when Peter dumped fiance Hannah Ann, he everyone kind of thought he was going to go back to Madison, but they ended up, not really officially getting back together, but they texted and they thought about it. And Peter has since reunited with Kelly who came in like fifth and they're in Chicago together, but Madison is spilling the tea and she revealed that Peter was texting her like saying, I love you. I miss you. I want to get back together two days before he was in Chicago with Kelly.
1: That's really messed up. She has also revealed
0: how close her and Kelly really were in the house. Apparently they were like best friends. Kelly was the first person she called when she got back from Australia after her breakup with Peter. Like they were like, thick as thieves and Kelly didn't give her heads up that she was with Peter and those pictures of them came out on her birthday oh, and none of them oh. they didn't wish her happy birthday instead they were those pictures of him like throwing her around in Chicago
1: yeah but, no one's even addressed neither of them addressed how they suddenly broke quarantine and then reunited I, I, in I love how all
2: these bachelor people are just like I'm quarantined but I am gonna drive seven hours for this booty call
1: <laughs> yeah and, and go touch this person and meet go out in public and, and have a documentary yeah.
0: Peter has also said that he's an essential worker because he's a pilot and I guess he's still flying. So he left his family in California to go to Chicago and then just decided to stay. But then he still does some flying and then he'll go back to Chicago. It's it's very confusing, but good for Madison for finally getting to speak her truth. She's also doing some shady stuff on TikTok. It's just like Bachelor Nation. It just doesn't rest.
3: They're really giving us the content that we need during quarantine, like, for instance, Tyler C.'s abs. Can we just oh, talk God, about Tyler that, C.'s like, abs? naked
2: apple pie shot was really great. That the gravy really
1: boats?
3: The I gravy know. boats. Oh, hot. he's a I've, gift.
1: I've he lost is. my favorite gravy boats in quarantine. It's it's really a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm eating, eating my body weight. You guys, it's time for 25 Things You Don't Know About Me. I pulled one from the archives. Listeners, you can play along as my co-host. Try to guess who this 25 Things You Don't Know About Me list came from in December 2010. Oh. Number one, it's hard for me to hide what I'm feeling. I'm terrible at practical jokes that involve lying. Number two, I think I'm a little psychic. Number three, That's I like love... Raven a- Simone. No. Number three, I love the sun. Number four, when I was a kid, I had a pet rat named Georgie. Number Ooh. five, I had a pony and is did... As a man at No. Number five... Paris Hilton. No. Number five, I had a pony and did barrel racing when I was younger. Number six... I went through a hip-hop phase in the 80s that involved wearing lots of gold and Fila tennis shoes. Number seven. Melissa Gorga. No. Melissa Gorga went through that phase in the 90s and the aughts in 2010. Salt
3: of salt and pepper.
1: No. Number seven. I can remain pretty calm during natural disasters or plane turbulence. Number eight. My dog looks like a mini werewolf. Number nine. I like to go dancing till dawn. Number ten. I've been making music for the past six years. Number eleven. I use alternative cusses like holy shish kebabs.
0: <laughs> I don't like this person.
1: Mega trainer. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I didn't even read this list before I gave it to you guys, and we all experience holy shish kebabs together for the first time. Number twelve. Sam Rockwell, Mark Ruffalo, and Kate Blanchett are my favorite actors. Number thirteen. I envy people who can speak more than two languages. Number 14, my girlfriends are the most interesting, beautiful, coolest girls on the planet. Number 15, I hate when women obsess about their bodies. Number 16, I hate Kate using Hudson. the word- No, Liam number s- No, number 16, I hate using the word hate. Number 17, my brother directed my last music video. Number 18, oh. the Rocky Horror Picture Show is one of my favorite movies. Samantha number- Ronson. No, number 19, my dad almost named me Snowflake. Not, Not joking. Snow, Snow Lake. Actually, Snow Lake. Number twenty. If I weren't an artist, I'd be into the healing arts, like acupuncture or homeopathy. Number twenty-one. I think, no, number. Ooh, good guess. Wow, TBT. No. That was really good. Number twenty-one. I think we should learn to leave our houses without our electronic devices more often. Michelle number 20, Brand. No, number twenty-two. <laughs> I meet people I like more often than people I dislike. Number twenty-three. Bob Dylan recognized me in an elevator once. I almost couldn't breathe or speak. Number 24. My favorite character I've played is Carla Tate and the other sister. Number 25. I love whoever you are reading this, if I got you to smile. And if not, that's okay, too. Is that Zoe Deutsch? No. This is a
0: person in the... It's talking about the 80s. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair
1: enough. She
3: was born in the 90s. Yeah, save, 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 your
1: anger. save your anger. It's Juliette Lewis. Oh, Oh, nice one. Half of those weren't even
3: facts. They were just like, I like people. It all makes sense, but I wish she would have mentioned Brad Pitt.
1: Me too. I know, me too. Well, guys, that's all the time we have left this week on our Hollywood podcast you can listen on Spotify, tune in on iTunes turn us all the way up on the speakers in your private jet or play us on the giant boombox on the side of the highway when you're logging community service hours. Either way thank you for (laughs) joining us again. We hope you've had fun. Maybe learned something and that you'll find us on social media. Let us know if there's something you want more of next time or in Sarah's case less of. Otherwise we will (laughs) see you again next week here on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Stay safe. Thanks guys.